Hey listeners, Adam here from Insomniac Film Festival and Is It Whack, the podcast you are listening to. Just wanted to hop in here at the start of this episode to let you know that the one you're about to listen to is a little bit different from what you've become accustomed to over here at Is It Whack. That's because this episode was created in collaboration with TIFF Next Wave. If you don't know what TIFF Next Wave is, you should look them up because they do some really really cool stuff. They're a small committee of young filmmakers and film enthusiasts and programmers that curate a lot of really cool stuff over there at TIFF. And the reason why this episode is a little bit different is because we actually produced it months and months ago as kind of a test run for Is It Whack? And as a result, you know, we hadn't really figured out exactly what the podcast was going to be yet, but we thought that it was a really fascinating and fantastic conversation that we had with a couple members from the TIFF Next Wave committee. And as a result, you know, we wanted to, uh, wanted to put it out into your ears because it's really great and you're going to love listening to it. The other reason why we wanted to put out this episode now is because the TIFF Next Wave Film Festival is coming up fast, February 14th to 16th. They're showing, uh, a lot of great movies, a lot of new releases, a lot of old favorites, like uh, one of my personal favorite films of all time, Love and Basketball. Uh, they're also doing an event called Battle of the Scores, which is in collaboration with Insomniac Film Festival, and it's going to be hosted by a couple is a whack hosts, Adam, me, and Nara, not me. So um, check out the TIFF Next Wave Film Festival, check out this podcast that you are listening to right now and uh have a good day okay so imagine a world (laughs) it's already great (laughs) imagine a world where it's filled with music dancing and a bunch of italian guys with their butts out of their clothes (laughs) um yeah, I mean, <laughs> honestly, stop right there. you've yeah. hit all the best parts of the movie. So. You just forgot the spice. Yeah, true. I would put my money behind it. Thank you. Welcome to Is It Whack, the podcast that looks back on popular movies from yesteryear to ask the eternal question. Everyone say it now. Is Is it it whack? whack? Uh, In each episode, a panel of young people who love movies will unpack a film together from the storytelling, the characters, the aesthetics, the politics of it. Is it whack is what it is called. (laughs) (laughs) And today we're going to be talking about Spice World, which we will get into in a second. But before that, let's meet who is on this episode. I'm Adam. Um... Adam Bovaletis from Insomniac Film Festival. Which spice would you be? Oh, what spice would I be? Um, cilantro. That's not a spice. <laughs> <laughs> I guess arguably. Uh, I'd be like chili flakes. Just put chili flakes mm. on. And in terms of what spice girl I would be, I guess sporty. I'd probably be sporty. I'm pretty sporty. Yeah, you like basketball. Yeah. yeah. So. It's a sport. <laughs> uh my name is Hannah. I'm from the Insomniac Committee, and uh, I 
personally identify as a baby spice, but I have red hair, so people like to box me in as ginger. Um, but yeah, I'm baby spice, and um, if I was a real life spice, I'd be, um, what are, sp- <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, I'd probably be like, like not spice, like oh. honestly, just like something like the most boring food you can think of. That's salt. Yeah, yeah, just salt. <laughs> salt. Just spice. dry bread. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, my name is Zevia, and I'm part of the TIFF Next Wave Committee. Um, what Spice Girl I would be? Man, um, I think probably Crazy Spice, but also Posh Spice. Wait, what? there's no Crazy Spice. Is it Scary? Scary! <laughs> oh my gosh. See, that's how I remember her, so... And what actual spice I would be? I think cardamom. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is cardamom? Yeah, it's, what is it? well, Just I. said ooh as if I knew. <laughs> <laughs> well, I use it in like chais. So oh, okay. usually it's like one of the main spices in chai teas. Mm. And stuff. Yeah. Wow. Uh, hello. My name is Haikun. Uh, I'm part of the Next Wave Committee. I think the spice, the actual spice that I would be, would probably be either Chinese vinegar or croissant flakes. Whoa! Wow! What? <laughs> I I said croissant flakes only because I wanted to say the word croissant. <laughs> it's a very pleasing word. Um, I don't think croissant flakes is a spice. <laughs> Should be a new thing. Shout out to Gordon Ramsay out there. If he's <laughs> listening. Um, uh, yeah, I think I'll probably be Posh or Mel B. What's her thing? Scary. Scary. It's the one that I called crazy. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that you know her as Mel B and not Scary Spice. Yeah, I think I, I, I watch way too much like American Got Talent. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Definitely. <laughs> I've never watched America's Got Talent. Ever? Yeah. Me neither. Really. She good on it? I mean, she's a yeah. judge. So, so she, I think she's she's pretty nice actually to most contestants. Okay. Nicer yeah. than Howie. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Okay. <laughs> Is Howie the mean one on it? Hey. Loki. <laughs> what? <laughs> Get on track. <laughs> Nobody has seen this movie if you haven't seen it. It's an essential. Yeah, this movie is, um, I think it was supposed to be like a remake, actually, of A Hard Day's Night. I've never seen mm. A Hard Day's Night because nothing could compare to this. Yeah. Uh, it follows the Spice Girls, but a fictionalized version of the Spice Girls playing themselves. And they go on some wacky adventures. And there's like five different subplots it's leading towards them uh having this big show in london albert hall yeah at the albert hall and apparently like everyone in the world's going to be watching this show um but that's just kind of like a very loose framework to get into all kinds of like fun (laughs) hijinks oh yeah 
I don't think it's whack, but I also don't consider it to be a real film. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I just think it's a, like, like, it's just something to watch that it contains, like, the Spice Girls. So I don't think it's whack for that reason, but if you actually consider it a film, then yes, (laughs) it's very whack. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I first saw it around 30 minutes ago. (laughs) <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> so yeah, um, you know, pretty uh pretty on time for the podcast. Um You got you got it done. Yeah, pretty fr- pretty fresh in my mind. Um <laughs> I do not think it's whack at all. I mean, I, I I love it. I love it so much. Um I I I love all like the swirling tra- swirly transitions. Um yeah, all the dancing, all the singing, the huge bus that they're in. It's like a, <laughs> yeah. it's like a condo. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I I first thought it was a documentary. I, I wish it was a documentary. <laughs> I want to live in that world. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't think it's whack at all. But I'm open open to uh, various interpretations throughout the podcast. So, Well, this will be interesting then. Um, I first saw it at Hannah's birthday party. Haha. <laughs> I had never seen it before. Um, and I had always had this reputation of it that it's like a trash movie. Um, and then I saw it and I was actually blown away. Like, I think there's some whack stuff in terms of like its racial awareness. But I think, like, as a movie, it is kind of whack, but in like the absolute best way. Like I love it, and I said this um, off the pod, I believe, before when we first got in here. But it's kind of like every five minutes, there's just some totally weird, totally whack thing that happens that kind of mm. like completely h- hits you off guard. Um, and so yeah, totally whack, but also I love that, and it just follows whatever it wants to follow at every moment, which is like my favorite thing in all movies. So. I'd say, uh, I guess I'd say whack, but like a good whack and sometimes a bad whack, but we'll get into that. (laughs) Um, So I first saw Spice World when I was like three. It came out the year I was born, which is why I identify so much with Baby Spice, because I too am a Baby Spice. (laughs) Um, I think at one point I owned two copies of it on VHS because I borrowed someone else's and then I had to. And I did not understand the plot of the movie, the humor, or anything as a kid. <laughs> but I loved it because I loved the music. I loved that there was always something happening. Like, my attention span never had <laughs> to, like, suffer. And um, it was so much fun. Yeah. I don't know. I Every couple of years, I'll go back and revisit it. And then I'll start to understand it a bit more. But until I saw it recently for my 22nd birthday, shout out, uh, I don't think I fully even grasped its absurdity and how actually good I think it is. So I'm going to say it's whack, but in an underrated way. Like, I don't think people... I don't think people recognize how whack of a movie it is enough like, they just think it's bad, but it's whack. And beyond just, like, the weirdness of it, I do want to add, like, I do, and I found this uh, more when I watched it uh, the second time last night prepping for this pod. The first time I saw it, I was kind of, like, overwhelmed by how 
uh, all over the place it was. Um, but the second time I watched it more and more, I realized like it actually is a pretty interesting take on like how pop star images are uh, manufactured from like the outside. Like everyone who wants to kind of like shape the image of um, pop stars and of celebrities, both for good and for bad. Um, and I thought that was really interesting. And then the Spice Girls themselves kind of at the core of that are like totally disinterested in how the world wants to shape them. And all they care about is like friendship and their friendship. Um, and there's, it leads to that great scene. Spoiler alert. I'm sure we're going to be spoiling it throughout this pod. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But it leads to that great scene uh, at the very end where their friend is pregnant, but they also have this show mm. they need to go to. Yeah. And they don't really care about like their celebrity and what they have to do for the world. They're like, our friendship is what's important to us, and we're going to put everything else on hold for that. So, yeah, super weird. But I've appreciated it more thematically, like the second time I watched it. I think it's actually really smart. Yeah, I mean, I think it's like way smarter than people give it credit for. Because I think in order to be so absurd, you have to have an idea of what you're doing. Like, I don't think the movie is bananas because it's bad and people just like threw in the towel and were like, we're just going to do a bunch of crazy shit. I think it's bananas because people were like, where I don't know, like it doesn't make sense to me that it exists because you would think that the movie would be like, a, I don't know, like there's so many pop star vehicles like, um, like Crossroads, which was like the Britney Spears movie, or like I don't know, I haven't seen Glitter, but like I've heard things, like it could have just been like a dramatic, not a dramatic, but like one singular storyline. It could have been very boring, very simple, and instead they just went everywhere at all times and it was like this weird almost like variety program in the form of a movie and oh yeah that's cool it was it's amazing i love it yeah i mean uh yeah i think you know i'm, I'm still like processing the film <laughs> <laughs> as we go along but yeah i mean i'm um, um, yeah like i remember uh at tiff a f- couple years ago there was a, like a lady gaga documentary do you remember what that was called no. Okay. Like, like, isn't it like five foot two or yeah, something? Yeah, five foot two or something. Yeah, I think five foot two. Um, and yeah, I mean, I feel like watching the Lady Gaga documentary, it felt like a lot more like it was just, you know, a documentary format, um, you know, about a pop star. And that's more of like the typical story that you see about, you know, artists. It's almost more like, oh, you're trying to like uncover, you know, their their other side that isn't really publicized and all that other stuff but mm-hmm. i feel like you know spice world almost does the opposite but in 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 more of a unique way i feel like it's such a unique film it's it's a it's a film like i, I like like i've never seen before you know like it doesn't necessarily remind me of you know a certain a certain genre or or a certain filmmaker or anything like that um and yeah i i do have to give a shout out to um uh, I think okay. Her name is Nicola in the movie. Oh, but the yeah, friend? I mean, yeah, the friend. Yeah. And I really appreciate the uh, the hashtag Asian rep that's in, uh, <laughs> incorporated into the movie. Yeah. Yeah, I was waiting for you to mention. Um, yeah, I think that, like as you were saying, it's kind of like a mockumentary type mm-hmm. of thing. Um, and 
I liked it because it didn't really feel like there was much of a script. (laughs) (laughs) Like, they were just like, okay, this is what you are surrounded by. Go. And (laughs) they went. And I kind of liked the fact that they were trying to make a documentary inside the movie. Yeah, mm, true. So I don't know what his, what's his name, like Piers or something like that? The, the documentarian guy. Yeah, like yeah, how he was always trying to follow them and like trying to <laughs> film everything because it just like was so crazy. Yeah. Um, And he like never really got most of it. But I liked that. And then I also liked that they were pitching the movie to them in the movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I liked that too. I thought that was funny. That's like the Space wi- Force Five. Yeah, oh, <laughs> but that scene where they're pitching the movie as like they're pitching this huge uh, car scene, yeah. basically, and we're seeing that scene happen. It's yeah. like that was the most electrifying scene I've seen in a movie. <laughs> and it's meta. So long- I know, yeah. dude. Maybe this movie is about movies. Maybe Kinda. this is the movie. Well, I think that part. I mean, with the documentarian following them, and also these people pitching them, that. That's part of what made me think of like what I was starting on um, a little bit ago where I was talking about the way that these images are manufactured. Because it seems like there's these people from all different sides that are kind of like, how can we tell the story of the Spice Girls? How can we tell it in the most effective way? And then the like the fact that it's unscripted in the way that you're mentioning yeah. and it just has this kind of like fun energy. It's kind of like they're rejecting that in the movie itself by mm-hmm. being like, oh, we don't want you to tell our story in any kind of way. We're just going to have fun, and that's going to be our story. But then the story that... They, the true story in the movie is a fabricated story of <laughs> right. their lives. Like, there's yeah, this whole origin story about how they used to practice as a band at this, like, old cafe or restaurant. Yeah. Right. They wouldn't pay for the coffee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the Spice Girls met... Yeah, they beca- paid by performing yeah. the song. <laughs> the Spice Girls came to be because someone put an ad in a paper, like they were forming, like this, like they were oh, supposed really? to be this manufactured girl group. Mm. This is not a genuine like story. Also, the Nicola friend, completely made up character, which I just love that they're like, we need to ground them in some way, so we're gonna give them a pregnant friend who's always getting left out, <laughs> and like I don't know, it was so random. Do you think that that like? changes your perception of the movie at all just open question if it is this just entirely fabricated like it's kind of supposed to be about being genuine and having friends (laughs) but then the whole thing is made up but it reinforces the myth of the spice girls like they're all these they're these five archetypes that like all we know about them is in their name (laughs) and they're not supposed to be like their actual selves they're supposed to be these characters and then we're giving these characters like background stories it's it's almost like they're solidifying the fact that like these aren't just stage names or like stage personas with entire lives behind them that makes sense yeah like i feel like it as you were saying like it kind of keeps the mystery of like who they actually are because it's like you feel like you were let in, but you weren't at all, especially if it was completely fabricated because, like, the friend's not real. And they're making fun of not knowing what to do with them in the movie. So, like, right. there's, like, four. Like, you have the people trying to make up the stories in the newspaper, the people trying to fill them, the people trying to actually make this movie that's happening in real time happen on a screen. And then you have the friend, which still gives them that kind of, like, makes them real but then at the same time doesn't so it's like it's like who are they as you're saying like it's 
it, just like, in their name. She adds this like emotional depth because I guess they were like, how do we make people like feel anything in this movie <laughs> except like numb? <laughs> so they're like, we'll give them like a pregnant friend who I guess like you feel bad for like she's the only one that doesn't sing. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of sad how she was just left out throughout the whole time. Yeah. Like, I remember that scene when they were at like the big like press conference or party or something like that. Yeah. And then someone just came up to Nicola and was like, "Are you one of the Spice Girls?" And then, Oh yeah. And then she was just like, "No." And then the the dude was just like Okay, yeah, give me a second. I'll be right back. And he just walks away. <laughs> also, Nicola, what are you doing at these parties? You're, like, 10 months pregnant. <laughs> That's a, yeah, within the world of the movie, it just made me feel so bad. Because when you see that flashback scene when they perform Wannabe, and she's just, like, sitting off to the side, like, they've been friends forever, but they didn't ask her to be part of the Spice Girls. Like, Maybe she, why does she get to be a Spice Girl? She's probably a bad singer, <laughs> I guess. Well, so is Victoria. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Honestly, though, like most useless member of the Spice Girls, that's my controversial opinion. Sorry. I will say, though, I love the scene where they were at the boot camp and she was just walking on the side. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I know. And the the, like, um, what's it called? Camouflage, like mini dress. Yeah. Yeah. And the heels. (laughs) She's just walking on the side. I love that. The reveal of it's great, too, because the four of them first walk out and then she's the last one to come out and. Yeah, and she just doesn't do any of the drills. <laughs> she's also, like, I was so surprised by how funny Victoria Beckham is in it. Like, she's mm-hmm. completely self-aware in her performance, which, like, I don't know. I, I never liked Posh Spice as a kid, but that's because it was Posh Spice from the movie. And, like, I feel like Victoria Beckham's not the most exciting celebrity, but I don't know. I feel like she really, like, I don't know. Like, the scene where she's, like, talking about like which little black Gucci dress oh, yeah. she should wear. <laughs> like, she's fully just playing into, like, this idea I don't know, of yeah. herself. I agree with you, too, because, like, even though Spice Girls isn't really my time at all, um, what I understood of them was, like, she was always the mysterious one to me because I was like, she doesn't really do anything. Like, she doesn't <laughs> talk. She has no, like, emotion in any of, like, the pictures that they take or anything like that. Or she's always just, like, doing the least amount of dancing whenever they're performing. So I was just like, who is she? Like, what is she? <laughs> so as you're saying, like, she became this person in the movie. And I thought that was so interesting. So she like uses that lack of emotion so well for comedy. Yeah. Like, you're both saying. like in that little uh, black Gucci dress scene, she, oh, she just does this deadpan that's so funny. Yeah. Especially like when everyone else is like, like wrestling on the couch and she's still looking <laughs> yeah. at the dresses as they're fighting. Like I loved that. Yeah. I think, I don't know. Now that I'm thinking about it, like, especially cause I didn't know like the, the actual origin of the Spice Girls. And now, I don't know, it kind of feels like it's almost like, I mean, you know, I still really enjoy the movie, but I kind of have this like underlying sense of feeling. Maybe it's just like propaganda for the Spice Girls. <laughs> oh, 100%. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I don't know now. I mean, it doesn't. Yeah. Here's my theory, is that because if they wanted successful propaganda, they probably should have made a very different movie. Because it's not that accessible for kids. Like, I didn't understand what was going on. It's weird. Mm -hmm. And, like, just isn't a conventional movie at all. So I, my conspiracy theory is that whoever made this movie was, like, an experimental filmmaker, but they couldn't get any of their projects funded. So they had to 
pitch it as a Spice Girls movie. So they made the weirdest movie they could think of, but then had to cast this like pop group. I also think if they wanted to just make uh, like a propaganda for the Spice Girls, they could have made like what Hannah described earlier, just like a traditional mm. uh, star uh, vehicle kind of movie. And we would watch it and just be like, oh, yeah, the Spice Girls are cool. <laughs> so I think they're fully aware of the fact that they're making this completely like fabricated story and that it is this like totally meta thing on how uh, star vehicles even in general mm. work. I also think it is whack that people treat it as if it's like another like star vehicle. Mm. Like I feel like it's categorized with all these like really cheesy lame movies so that actors or pop stars can start acting careers. But it's not. Yeah. It's so different. It's so... Well, people treat it like the filmmakers didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. yeah. They fully are aware of like, yeah. how absurd the whole thing Nobody is. Nobody can make a mess like that by accident. <laughs> yeah. Like... Yeah. Even when I was, like, looking at the reviews of it, I was like, people are really... Like, it has, like, a 35% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, you're taking this seriously? <laughs> like, it's not... That's what made me... Like, that was so ironic to me because I was just like... They don't, I don't think they're doing it to win an Oscar. Yeah. So, like, we're rating it like it's a really intense, heartfelt, in-depth movie. Yeah. It's yeah. not. Yeah. I I saw, yeah, sorry. I, I saw that all, like, the critics and everything it had, like, really low rating. But then I saw it was, like, Google users had, like, 89% or something oh, really? like that positive feedback. Yeah. Maybe so that's good. the yeah. internet age is, like, rediscovering it. Like, yeah. I don't. I feel like this should have hit cult status by now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like movies this weird typically mm-hmm. become cult classics. Well, it's like Airplane. Like it's like the same kind of thing. Where Airplane is just these constant weird jokes and just run on, not run ons, but just like it goes into weird directions and people love that movie. But yeah, this one hasn't got the same thing. Um, and I think it is because people think that they didn't know what they were doing or something like that. Or oh, because it's the Spice Girls, it's like they probably weren't aware of what the film was. Yeah. They completely know what it was. Yeah, I bet if the Spice Girls went on to be the Beatles, we would regard this movie much higher. We'd be like, oh, they're so smart. They know what they're doing. But because the Spice Girls are the Spice Girls and mm-hmm. didn't prove themselves in any artistic capacity past being a pop group, yeah. we're like, oh, well, clearly this is like superficial trash. But like... Because the Beatles like wrote some rock and roll, now they're like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's yeah, I no, think it's true. I completely agree with you too. Yeah, like I think, I guess besides Victoria, um, who now has her own like clothing line and is doing a lot of other things, yeah. um, they were just seen as like the little group. So the movie wasn't supposed to be anything that um, was supposed to like really. Um, ad for, advocate for them as like people or yeah. so when you watch it you're kind of just like oh or like you're like this is fun but then you leave and you kind of forget about it like I didn't even know the Spice Girls made a movie at yeah. all what <laughs> I didn't I don't think I'll ever forget this now yeah no that's, <laughs> I'm always gonna reference it in some way I'm oh just gonna be like watch Spice Girls <laughs> so yeah I also think that like uh, comedies in general get this kind of like rap where I think people don't uh, like it's different like value systems for how you should judge this movie versus how you should judge something that's trying to be this like hardcore drama like mm. they're going for this totally absurd thing they're going for this totally surreal thing that I think works in every moment every moment I'm totally invested in 
the joke and the bit and what's happening. There's this moment, um, and there's two moments in this scene that I'll point out that I just think are awesome and whack. Um, it's the first time you see the daily event uh, boss, who is like this guy. <laughs> oh. He basically runs this like newspaper that's trying to like tear down uh, the Spice Girls for his own um, benefit. Like he wants to get these really bad stories about the Spice Girls out there. Um, and so he's talking to this guy who he wants to help him tear down the Spice Girls, basically. And there's two moments in this scene. The first one is just this awesome joke where he's like, oh, I wrote it down. Um, hold on. Yeah, he says something, and then he's like, or if they find a cure for deja vu. And then they just <laughs> use the exact same shot where he says again, or if they find a cure for deja vu. And it's just a hilarious and weird joke. Uh, and then in that same scene, they start to just like talk about more and more evil things. And there's like this rain and dark cloud <laughs> yes. that appears over the guy's head and just starts pouring in the office. And it's just this wild, like expressionistic moment that uh, <laughs> I think is whack in terms of traditional filmmaking techniques. You wouldn't have some weird surreal thing pop up there or do that weird deja vu cut, but uh, it serves the joke and it works. Yeah. And it's whack. Especially when the guy's just like, I just wish you wouldn't get so mad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As they're like being rained on. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. Um, I know as a kid, my favorite was when the, um, those same people hire the like stealth photographer to catch them in a bad moment. And so he shows up <laughs> everywhere. And there's one point where they're staying in this old mansion and he sh- comes up through the toilet and I just thought that was the funniest thing in the world as a kid. As like, this is comedy gold, and it is still funny. Yeah. Um. Also, the fact that the like boss of the Spice Girls is like this like Bond type villain oh, boss yeah. guy, and every time we see him, he has a different small animal that he's petting. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. I don't know. And it, it was one of the James Bond guys, wasn't it? Yeah, maybe. I think it was one of the. Roger Moore. Yeah, right? he was James Bond, right? Yeah. yeah. I never watched any yeah. of them. But... He's one yeah, that's the only yeah. reason I knew his name <laughs> when I was watching it. Yeah. He's got like a pig, um, a rabbit. Oh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I also really enjoyed all the um, different like metaphors that he made. I think yeah. he kept mentioning like rabbits oh, yeah. and like don't be that like, uh, like I, f- I can't remember, but like don't be that like rabbit or like dog or something like that. He just kept on making like super weird <laughs> statements, yeah. and then the other guy on the line just has to pretend he has he, he understands and stuff like that. Also, the casting in general of the non Spice Girls, there's some pretty like Alan Cummings in there. It's pretty. He plays the uh, documentary filmmaker. Oh yeah. Like, it's great. And um, what's the name of the guy who plays their manager? Um, Richard E. Grant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Academy Award nominee this year <laughs> yeah. for Can You Ever yes. Forgive Me? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, where do I know his name from? Yeah, he is so good in this. He's so dedicated. Yeah. <laughs> He's I know. He's given it his all every take. It's awesome. I love the um, tantrums that he throw. <laughs> <When> <laughs> <laughs> he kind of just, like, kicks in the air and then, like, grabs his head and then like his veins pop out and stuff like that. I I, I really enjoyed that. <laughs> when he was just like screaming in the auditorium while people were trying to like set up the sound and stuff and he's realizing the Spice Girls broke up and they're not yeah. coming and he just starts screaming. Yeah, and also his his wardrobe. It was Oh yeah. It was brilliant. Oh my <laughs> yeah. gosh, like 
yeah like metallic green suit yeah metallic <laughs> green suit and then you go to like a full like purple like decked out outfit yeah i really enjoyed that that was really that was really cool <laughs> they also the spice girls seem to really love him which is nice like they get mad at each other but then there's that scene where uh he asks them like oh, you know you guys are gonna you have to stay here you got to work overtime or whatever and they like storm out and then a moment later they come back and they all hug. Yeah. It's just this really like heartwarming moment. You can tell the camaraderie and love even though he's this really weird manager. And the Spice Girls seem so fun to hang out with yeah. also. Like I would love to be Nicola, the friend, honestly. I would, True. Yeah. I mean, I guess the pregnancy kind of stopped her a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, other than that. Yeah. Also, the moment when they all look to the future of them as mothers oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's shot in such a weird dark like grim way yeah. it's so weird i just love the fact scene. that they're also just like all in the same house yeah. <laughs> at the same time yeah. and like she, like melby's cooking and then like one of them is just sitting one of them's doing laundry yeah <laughs> like they're all just in the same house still i thought that was funny my favorite scene was when um, the toilets clogged, so they had to run out into the forest, oh, use the bathroom, god. and then the oh. aliens came. <laughs> oh my god, of course. Because it was so, like, it just went from, like, sentimental to just, why? Because <laughs> so, he was just like, I love those girls, I'll do anything for them, the bus driver, but yeah. he was like, I'm not fixing the toilet. <laughs> and then you go out, and then you see the aliens, like, we should have booked the tickets earlier. <laughs> and they're taking pictures. I think Ginger Spice kissed one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't one of them try to grab her boob or something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grab scary spice's yeah. boob, and she was like, "Yeah." And then the alien said, "Yeah, I told you we should have shook hands instead of, that. <laughs> yeah, shaking hands." Yeah. Also, like, I guess I feel like you would expect at this point in the film that that would be like another one of the like skits, like someone's movie proposition. Yeah, but it's actually just part of the <laughs> normal storyline. Yeah. yeah, that's part of the reality of the actual <laughs> thing. It's like. Because, yeah, like you're saying, you see a lot of these, like, fantasies that go forward, like that uh, mom one or the Space Force. Oh, Space Force that 5? Was, that one wasn't a fantasy, right? Well, it was, was a movie a pitch, movie though. Pitch, yeah. Mm. But there are a couple more of those fantasy scenes. And then yeah. this one's, like, they're just peeing in the woods. <laughs> and there's aliens. Yeah. Even intergalactically, everyone loves the Spice Girls. Yeah, and how did the Spice Girls understand the alien? Because they were speaking, that was and I was my question. Like, and then they were answering them. Yeah, I was, I was like, like, wait, What? <laughs> Thought, yeah, there was, was like, like a running joke throughout that Ginger knew how to speak like every language. Yeah, I thought that was yeah. the bit. Yeah, because it kept on she looking, looking at Ginger. Yeah, and I was like, wait. They always what, pushed what? her forward, like yeah, yeah. Especially when they were like on TV and they were saying things in like the different languages, and oh, the host yeah. every time was like, I don't know what you just said, but keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I also thought, uh, in a good whack way, I also th- um thought like. Like near the end when they were um, describing like the bus scene, I really enjoyed how they kind of just used toys instead of the actual thing. I oh, felt yeah. like I felt like the toy was actually better yeah. than if they had done the real thing, and it, it must have saved them a lot of money too. But I just <laughs> thought I just thought like how like how they used that and it just fit so well with the vibe of the entire film. Yeah, just like the you know the wackiness of the film. 
Uh, yeah, I Wackiness. really, really liked that. No, it was, it was <laughs> such a good moment because it takes you by surprise, but it's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes complete sense. Yeah, I was going to say, as soon as it's done, you're like, that made a lot of sense. <laughs> the way they did that, but like just the little, and it's like a little leap too, even though it yeah. would have been so much bigger <laughs> in the actual movie. They One of the guys doing the pitch also sets it up really well because uh, the guy's like, yeah, and then they jump over the London Bridge and the other guy's like, that'd be expensive. And then it <laughs> yeah. goes away to the miniature, <laughs> does the joke, and then it comes back and he's like, maybe it wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's that was great. Were there any like bad wax? We're we're talking all the good. Bad wax. Well, I kinda wish they showed the Asian girl more, but yeah. that's just my opinion. <laughs> Yeah, or like I feel like at least with that too, like if they could have had her in the Spice Girls at first, True. and then yeah. like she got like pregnant or something, and that's mm. why she wasn't a part of it anymore. But they just completely disregarded her the entire <laughs> time, like she wasn't a part <laughs> yeah. of it ever. She only comes up when they when it benefits them. Yeah, so she's completely a plot device. Yeah, because what is her personality other than the fact that she's pregnant and is left out and has famous friends? Yeah. Like she doesn't have like a. <laughs> exactly. She doesn't even have like. Yeah, like any life that you know of. She's just, that would have been yeah. a good fix, though, if you just see in that scene, like, she was a part of the Spice Girls. Maybe she didn't get kicked out, but she was like, oh, you know, I got, I'm doing another thing in my life. Yeah. And then she, she just decides... goes, she makes a decision. To exactly. At least it would give her some agency. And, it would, like, <laughs> like she, just... she would be in it more. Like, yeah, she would just, true. And because even when they were at the club, she stayed upstairs and they're all downstairs. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. but she couldn't go with them? Like, yeah, she's just upstairs dance. by her. Yeah, and she they're, like, dancing with her, looking up at her, and she's just like, yeah but I'm up here and I'm pregnant. So. Yeah. It's also like forever been whack that Mel B is scary spice. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Yeah. At least all the other spices, it kind of fits their personality a bit. Mm. Well, ginger, I guess, is just ginger. Well, like, <laughs> yeah, when they named them all, it was based off of like their personalities like or like, I don't know, I guess their traits. Like Victoria Beckham actually does come from a posh background. Right. Um, ginger mm. spice, obviously ginger. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, what did Mel B do like, that made her scary? Is it just because like, yeah, she's loud? Whose idea was it? And, like, it's weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And there's yeah. the one scene in the movie where they're all kind of, like, arguing over the restrictive boxes that, like, their name has been given. Mm. And she doesn't really get a voice in the scene. She like, doesn't. Posh yeah. is like, you know, uh, I don't like being seen as just posh. Or Sporty's like, you know, I wish people would see me as more than that. And she's just kind of off to the side with, like, some fish and making some... <laughs> Like yeah, she, she just, just starts screaming at the fish. Yeah, and exactly. I'm like, why? Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. That's yeah. always been, like, my mom's biggest thing, too, because I have, um, like, I have an older cousin that's, like, 25 or something, so Spice Girls was her thing. And, like, while my mom would watch her, like, dress up as Scary Spice and all that stuff, she's just like, I don't understand why... Like, if you're going to have a person of color in the group, why she has to be the one that mm. has to be that, like, scary, weird one that nobody yeah. likes. Because then that's what I noticed in the movie, too. Like, no one ever, besides, like, touching her boob in that one yeah. scene, no one ever talks about how she's their favorite. It's always, like, Baby Spice is the cute one, Ginger Spice is the feminist that people mm -hmm. listen to, but still kind of turn off a little bit because she's talking about women's rights. and Like, yeah, we don't care. Yeah. And, like, Posh Spice is Posh and, like, all that stuff, so... I like even watching the movie too. I was like, I kind of feel like she's not getting like besides being the crazy one that influences all the bad ideas, she's not really like you don't really see who she is. You yeah. you just know that she's loud, she's scary, and she's always the first person to do the bad thing. Yeah, 
So yeah, it's true. And basically, everyone else in the movie gets to be someone's favorite at some point. Like you said, Posh is the one that I think most people are like, "Oh, we love Posh." But yeah, everyone else at least gets a moment. Like Scary Spice has funny things that she says, but she never really gets to do as much as also, any of the other Spice. Can girls. I just say, well, Posh should not be anyone's favorite. <laughs> like I'm. They so frame her in the movie as definitely everyone's favorite. She's fu- like I appreciate her performance in the movie, but like Posh is the most boring Spice Girl. Can't sing, can't do like. Anyways, like that's unrelated. But like, yeah. I kind of felt like I really enjoyed the scene where um. Uh, right before they, you know, go off in the boat chase. Um, I kind of felt like Scary was, I don't know, I, I kind of enjoyed her, like, spontaneity. Um, I don't know. I, I didn't view it as, like, oh, like, she was the one to start the bad thing, even though, it, you know, it does eventually turn into, like, a, you know, like a media crisis. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I kind of enjoyed, like, I felt like it was framed almost as if, like, she was... You know, in that moment, like, almost like a leader of the group in the sense of, like, hey, like, you know, I usually lead this thing. So, you know, like, everyone follow me and, you know, they just go on a boat and go on a boat chase. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. That's what I, like, even at the performance at the end, you can tell that she's clearly <clears throat> the leader because she's, like, mm. the one in the middle and the one that's, yeah. like, initiating True. everything. And she's always doing the ad libs and stuff. So it's, like, it's cool that she's the leader in terms of that. But then... Again, like she's no one's favorite, and yeah, true. she just has her like funny moments. But you kind yeah. of, in terms of her having a personality in the movie, she's kind of just in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. And like, I mean, considering the manufactured kind of like origin of the Spice Girls, like, like I wouldn't be surprised if like there is like a like a motivation of like tokenism there yeah. mm-hmm. for her, because. Mm-hmm. Um, they do kind of like even in the photo shoot in the movie like Seb pointed this out to me but um there seems to be kind of uh, I don't know what the right word is but like like at one point they have her like dressed like as like a cave woman and then like there's kind of like like it seems very racialized like her costume choices while the rest Mm. of them are like like from Greece and like Marilyn Monroe, I don't know. She didn't, like, get to be any iconic characters, really. She was just, like... Yeah, I noticed that, too. I was like, really? Like, And then especially since she's always the one that already, like, wears Cheetah yeah. and is always yeah. like that. So it's like, like you guys couldn't give her an actual character except for when she was pretending to be... Who was she pretending? Bob Marley, I think, at one yeah. point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. I, like, I know. Really? I was like, oof. Like, why? And then the only time she actually wasn't someone like that is when she was pretending to be Baby Spice or, like, when they dressed oh, up uh, as each yeah. other. Ginger. Yeah. And yeah. she's like, rah, 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 feminism. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, during that photo shoot scene, I was like, come on. Yeah. Like, Bob Marley, why? Yeah. I know. And, like, I do think that, like, even when you consider the fact that, like, their target audience is little girls, like, when yeah. we think about, like, like, language and, like, adjectives, like, no one wants to be True. the scary Spice. Yeah. Mm-hmm like as a, a kid like I don't know any kid that identifies as scary mm-hmm. um so I don't know it feels like there is such a large uh number of adjectives in the English dictionary and like scary is a weird one to yeah what's the only one 
in the Spice Girls that has like a negative connotation. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's yeah like it's the it's the weird one out for sure because yeah. it's like they all kind of make sense together like posh ginger baby sporty and like, they're cute. Yeah. yeah. Like mm-hmm. everyone loved sporty in that movie and I was that was surprising to me because really? I was like she's the best singer though. She is. I agree with you. <laughs> but like that was surprising to me because like especially since I guess during that time is when everyone especially like little girls would want to be the stereotypical like cute and mm. so like the fact that she could like do backflips and stuff i was like that's kind of cool i like that mm-hmm. <laughs> i would say i still think the film is quite whack <laughs> I think it's whack in a sophisticated way. I, I stand by that. Um, but I don't s- think I can ever be swayed against its inherent whackness. <laughs> Adam? Yeah, I, I think that, like, it's whack and it fully knows that it's whack. And that's the thing that makes me want to say it's not whack. Because I think mm. that, like, everyone mm. would from afar say that this movie's whack. I, I did do uh, a little bit of research just, uh, you know, before the movie podcast started. Nerd. (laughs) (laughs) Like, uh, it was nominated for, like, Razzies and uh, what's... uh, Victoria Beckham, like, won the Razzie for, like, worst actor for it. And I think that just, like, the perception of this movie (laughs) is that it's whack and that the movie doesn't... is not aware that it's whack. And I think, like, it fully knows that it is. It's leaning into it at every second. And, uh... And so, yeah, I'll say it's whack, but in this case, I'll say that that's... uh, term of endearment for the movie um, which isn't the case with every movie some movies are just whack but in this mm-hmm. case whack is a good thing yeah um, yeah I'm, uh, I definitely have to agree with you on that uh, I feel like it's it's a very intentionally whack film um, yeah like it, it's trying to be whack so I guess it cancels out I don't know <laughs> I think um, they do. Yeah. So, yeah. And I really just enjoy the little details of um, a lot of scenes. It feels a very, like a like a 90s film. Just the whole wardrobe, the whole music. Um, like, just the whole look of the film. Yeah, we didn't it's, even mention that, how perfectly of its time it feels. Oh, it's, like yeah. the, it's like the yeah. 90s movie. I know. Yeah. Which is like... As a kid, I was like, that's the like, epitome of what I wanted to be when I was older. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, didn't... Yeah. Yeah, and just, yeah, the whole cinematography, there almost was like a dreamy feel yeah. to it. Yeah, and I really enjoyed that. Um, yeah, and I, I also wanted to mention, like, I kind of almost, I don't know if I'm o- overanalyzing here, but I almost saw, like, references to different um, movies. Like, that that raining scene. It really, it, okay, I don't know if this is intentional or not, but it really reminded me of um, the original Blade Runner. Oh. <laughs> when. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's interesting. When, okay, the original Blade Runner, when the dude was in the rain and he was just like saying his monologue like right before he died. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't think it's intentional, but I don't know why it just like suddenly clicked. On that been. scene, you're just an avid movie watcher, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can, like, those things. yeah, and 
again, I just have to mention the wardrobe again. I, I just love the wardrobe so much. Like when you even mentioned like the the surgeon, I just remember his like socks being pulled up all the way up, like over his uniform, and like he was like I think wearing white gloves, and then he had he had a cane of some sort or something like that. He was the dance instructor too, right? Or was yeah, that, yeah, yeah, was he a, was, yeah. He was. He was. Yeah. That was wild. Um, <laughs> yeah. So my uh, my conclusion is. Um, I guess, I guess whack, whack. Yes, very whack. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, I'd say it's like the quirky wacky though, like not, so like that's my version of whack for this, but um, I think that because they were trying so like really, really hard to not make sense, which they did perfectly because it's mm-hmm. like what? No, like when we were trying to explain it, we didn't know how to explain it. But um, like because they were trying so hard not to make sense in those cases and paying really um, close attention and detail to like the weirdness of it, they kind of put a backseat on the other things that people would think about, like proper representation or like things like that. Um, so because of that, that's like where I would say it becomes, like, whack in the bad way. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, the fact that it's nominated for Razzies, I think that's crazy. Because, like, really, like, they did that on purpose. And I feel like if you do something on purpose, you shouldn't qualify as being a bad movie because you meant to Mm -hmm. do that. But, um, yeah, I would just say, like, the quirky whack, um, I recommend it to anyone who wants an understanding of... 1997 Spice World. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely recommend this. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, even though we've all certified it whack. <laughs> no, but whack, 100%, yeah, whack is it. a fluid, uh, like, yeah. word. Like, I, <clears throat> wha- like, if you want to watch something and just kind of say what, like, every two minutes, like, yeah. watch this movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. It definitely feels like the type of movie that is going to make a huge comeback. I hope so. I pray yeah. to God. <laughs> I think we should start it. Yeah. If it starts, yes, it started here first. <laughs> yeah, true. So, is it whack made it happen? Yes. If you think that the Spice Girls is a uh, Spice Girls is whack, you should hashtag it's whack. Bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> Leave a, a note on everyone's door. I don't know. Uh, thanks. <laughs> You already know what I'm about to say. Thank you. That's what I'm about to say for listening to another episode of Is It Whack? Is It Whack? It's produced by Insomniac Film Festival. Go to insomniacfestival.com or at insomniacfest on the Instagram to learn more about the us. Thank you to Emma Kudlak for our art and Ian Mills for our music. Next week, we're going to continue our series with Tiff Next Wave as we look at the movie almost famous so come on back listen to that and uh, don't forget about the Tip Next Wave Film Festival happening very soon see you there and see you here and see you in life, bye bye